Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. Too much of toxicity, masculine toxicity out there. And we've kind of confused what it means to be a man, what it means to be masculine, where you've got this trope out there that you've got to be tough and, you know, angry and, and lash out to be strong. I just, it's just the opposite. You know, strength is how you show your love for people. Strength is how you are for people and how you have their back and how you, you stick up for other, other people and pushing up, pushing out against bullies. I mean, that's what I believe it is. So okay. every Oh, gosh, I can't. Oh, I my gosh. Speak. Say something nice. Say something nice. Say something nice. Hurry. Say something nice. 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 I don't have anything. Say something nice. I don't have anything. Welcome back to the program. Dana Lash here with you. That's, um, I hate saying this word, these, these two words together. Second gentleman. <laughs> Douglas Emhoff. Discussing real manhood and calling out the idea of toxic masculinity. First off, I don't know. I, I just don't want to hear anybody who talks about bullying also saying the phrase toxic masculinity. I don't believe in toxic masculinity. I believe that people can be toxic, but I don't believe that masculinity is toxic. I believe that people can be toxic. I believe that women can be toxic and men can be toxic, but masculinity is not toxic any more than femininity is toxic. It's a sexist phrase said by weak people. That's they want to blame, you know, they want to blame their weakness on something. I just feel like whenever I hear him talk, I want whatever he thinks toxic masculinity is, because if he doesn't like it, then I would like more of that just because I he, I, I don't know how to put it in a way that's, you know, I'm not, I don't care. He just, it just makes your ovaries want to crawl up into the, you know, deepest, darkest parts of your innermost being away from wherever he is. <laughs> so that's how I kind of look at it. There's nothing we have. Look, people are broke. They're talking about eating bugs. We're giving all our money to Ukraine. China's being shady. And he's out here going, but we got toxic masculinity. Like, that's the big issue that we have to deal with right now. Really? Does that seem tone deaf to anybody else? I mean, I don't, I also reject the whole, well, you know, you could talk about more than one thing. Yeah, but not this, not right now. It looks stupid. It looks so dumb to talk about this when everybody's dealing with, you know, you got people drinking, you know, poison porridge up in East Palestine, right? They, they got, they got rainbow water up there. Come on. Okay. And you're worried about toxic masculinity. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Now toxic masculinity is the phrase for absence of it. That's what it is. Just anybody can be toxic. They just don't like masculinity. They just, the left does not like strong dudes. They just simply don't. They don't like strong men. That's it. It's toxic masculinity. He seems like a beta, right? I just don't, I don't know. I'm not a fan of him just because he seems weak to me. I, I, everybody's got their own personal preference, but I don't get it. I mean, maybe, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't want to criticize nobody's relationship, but I just don't get it, man. I really don't. What did you, you put something very interesting in, Kane, in Slack. Yeah. I believe men need to be potentially dangerous. Men need to have the capacity to be dangerous. 
Um, and that uh, to me, that's what alpha male energy is. They mm. don't have to go out there and assert it. You don't. You're not out there asserting yeah. anything. But you know, you start something, and you know, I'll end it. That sort of thing. So that's that's not toxic masculinity. That is actual strong alpha male energy. Mm-hmm. The same energy that founded this country and, mm, exactly. and fight and fought for it for hundreds of years. Women want men who they feel can TCB if it comes down to it. Or can, you know, just take care of biz- regular business, but also take care of business if things go sideways. It is, it is a strength and it's not, I mean, there's a difference between you know, who was it? That one, that one guy, Andrew Tate. I don't know why people, he's not a, he's, I don't, I don't consider him masculine. No, I actually don't. I think he's a giant pansy. Andrew Tate, the guy who was like all flexing and all this stuff. Strong dudes don't need to advertise that they're strong. Weak people advertise, have to constantly advertise that they're strong. Yeah, and I think in his situation, he was just vocalizing it and verbalizing it because of such um, the conversation about masculinity being toxic. So he, took it upon himself to go out there and come. But didn't he violate every precept that he said that to follow? I don't know a lot about him, but I took one look at him no. and I was like, douche. No, look, I've looked into this. I haven't really, you know, dug deep into it, mm-hmm. but I can tell he has been a target of the, what Are we call cancel, cancel culture. Am I a stand? No, uh-huh. I'm just calling it how I see it. Oh, okay. I just, he just seems obnoxious. I don't consider yeah. that to be a masculine or feminine trait. It's just a trait. He just seems obnoxious to me. Yeah, he's meeting the obnoxiousness with obnoxiousness. And if I can see your nipples in your shirt, then you need to wear an undershirt, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just, can I just, it needs to be said. I mean, for crying out loud, you know? Or get the things that the, they sell in the ladies' stores, you know, the the headlight things. Like, take care of your stuff. Like, dude, come on. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I only have seen a couple things about him, but I'm pretty sure I'm not wrong because I'm never really i've never been a bad judge of character he just seemed like a guy who had to constantly advertise that he was you know tough and that he knew and but yet he didn't he never really seemed that way i don't know i just um he sounded more like a progressive than a conservative to me every time he opened his mouth he sounded more like a progressive and not like a conservative that's how i mean yeah there's just just some of the stuff that i've seen online like you know but I, this idea of to the point where you have Doug Emhoff sitting here talking about toxic masculinity, I cannot stand this. We, I, I, I can't stand this idea that it is that toxicity is something that is only uh, within masculinity itself because they're they're trying to say that they're one and the same. That toxicity is masculinity, and masculinity is toxicity, and it's not. It absolutely isn't. Whenever I see stories that the left shares of, you know, a guy who's behaving badly, who's like acting like a jerk or he's treating, you know, his woman poorly and all this stuff. I'm like, that's not masculinity. That guy's being a jack wagon. I mean, there is such a thing as chivalry. And, you know, chivalry is that you can be uh, a, a knee breaker on the battlefield, but then you have a, enough power and strength of self-control to, you know, treat women and children kindly and go about the business of civics and do what you need to do when you are at home. I mean, there's, I mean, it's like a, it's a, it's a tenant. It's a, it's a tenant of, of male behavior. And that's the thing that hasn't been, I think, either widely 
understood or accepted by the left. They just think that if it's bad behavior, it's because of, ah, that's just how men are. Well, that's not how men are. Is that how women are when you see a woman acting stupid? I mean, when you see a woman acting up, is that in being dumb and, you know, causing a scene and getting, you know, all that stuff or being a skank or something like this? Is that, you know, is that somehow indicative just to women? No, it's a trait that's for either or. It's not ingrained in either masculinity or femininity. I just, it's, I think it's just the destruction of strong men. If you don't have strong men, then Uncle Sam can step in. That's what it's been always, always only ever about. And notice how when these people ever talk about toxic masculinity, be specific. What? Was he, he wasn't specific in his soundbite. What is, what in particular about masculinity is toxic? Like, be specific. Whenever people try to bring this up with me, that's my first response. Okay, be specific. What are you talking about? What particularly? Oh, you can't, you can't give me, shut up. You can't give me anything specific? And it is all about, and to Kane's point that he just made in Slack, as you, which is what I agree with, it's about diminishing and obliterating the differences between the two sexes. Can I just, how boring is all the androgyny? Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. Boring, boring, boring. That, to me, is more toxic than masculinity. Oh, my gosh. It just sucks. Because that quote, hard times create strong men, strong men create good times, good times create weak men, and weak men create hard times. And that is, I've never heard or read anything more true. Mm-hmm. No, no, nor have I. Yeah, the, the, the whole, yeah, I, the whole no difference, it just makes everything boring. It makes fashion boring, too. I have to say. If you're a regular listener, then you've heard me talk about Keltec and all the reasons why they're one of my personal favorites when it comes to firearms. Privately owned family company, Keltec has been making one of a kind American made firearms since 1995. Driven by creativity, Keltec doesn't just copy other weapons on the market, they innovate new ones, including the new P50. The P50 platform is based around a 50-round double-stack magazine which lays horizontally along the top of the grip. The 5.7 cartridge comes in several variants, from sporting, hunting, to personal defense, and with how easy it handles its smooth shooting, because it's well-balanced and thus accurate. You can definitely see kel reliability and quality at work. The P50 is fun on the range, but it's also great for serious home protection. To find out more about the P50 and all other kel weapons, and products, check out keltechweapons.com. That's K E L T E C weapons.com. Keltech, creating innovative quality firearms to help secure your world. Keltechweapons.com. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Keltech. I've been following the plans for this old 10,000 square foot jail in Missouri. So it went up for a sale. Someone purchased it. I mean, it looks pretty rough. It's uh, the former Cass County, Missouri Law Enforcement Center and Detention Center. It hasn't been used for more than 20 years. It was listed for 195000 It was being used as county storage and has been vacant. They sold it at auction two years ago, and then I guess somebody was going to make it residential, and then they tried to resell it again. Of course, that was right around the time of the uh, lockdown and all of that. So now the new owner is an out-of-state investor. They say they're going to turn the property into several income-producing opportunities from an Airbnb retail space to an apartment complex, and they want jail-themed entertainment. What? Um, I just got a lot of questions, because I'm not... Man, it looks rough. It looks like if VD was a building, it would be this. 
I'm just saying. Like, the whole thing needs bleach. It all needs bleach. Every bit of it. So Diane Feinstein was taken to the hospital last night with shingles, according to ABC. She's undergoing treatment, excuse me, for shingles at a San Francisco hospital. She was diagnosed in late February. She's missed multiple votes this week. So that's two sitting members of the Senate out, by the way. Uh, she said she was uh, in a statement released yesterday evening. She said she was diagnosed over recess with a case of shingles. She's been hospitalized. She's receiving treatment. She hopes to make a full recovery. She expects to return to the Senate later this month. Uh, they said that she'd hope it's a, you know, obviously it's non life threatening infection, but she she's also not seeking reelection in 2024. So her seat's interesting because you have Adam Schiff who wants to go for it. A couple of other officials who want to go for that Senate seat. And then you not only now have her sitting out, but then don't forget, you also have John Fetterman, who is seeking treatment for weeks. They say it's going to be weeks. There's no ETA. Uh, and and he's for, for clinical depression, although a lot of people are wondering if it's not stroke-related issues and not just depression, and we don't know how he's still uh, apparently uh, proposing new pieces of legislation. Will Smith claims that a white actor spit on him while filming. Uh, Mr. Slap claimed during an award show that a white actor spit on him while filming Emancipation for Apple TV+. He was given some award while appearing at an award show, and he said that, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. He didn't slap anybody when he was on stage, so, you know, that's good. But he talked about being spit on during the filming of it, and um, I don't know, is that, I mean, I guess he wanted to show that he's been assaulted, too. Guys, I've been assaulted. I mean, he wasn't slapped on stage at the Oscars in front of everyone because somebody made a joke that was completely innocuous about his wife. But whatever. Uh, I don't know. I just am I supposed to feel sorry for him? Because I, I'm just, you know, I just don't feel like I does it mean because I just don't feel like I do. I don't know. It's not mean. I'm going to answer my own question. It's not mean at all. Uh, also, a couple of other things. The uh, that ginger from South Carolina, the Murtaugh guy, he was found guilty. Nobody cares. I don't care. I'm not going to be talking about that case because I don't care. I don't care about that case at all. I have no idea who these people are. I don't know why it's like headline news everywhere. I mean, no clue. We're coming back after this. Stick with us. We have a lot more in store. Name is Nina Jankowitz. I'm asking for your financial support of a lawsuit I want to bring against Fox News for their malicious, reckless <laughs> lies against me. A year ago today, I realized a lifelong dream and entered public service as a U.S. government official. I spent oh the better part Stop. of a decade working Stop. on both it's sides too much. of the aisle. It's too much. Oh, gosh, you remember. You remember this lady. She was going to be on the, what was the, the truth board? Yeah. I don't even remember what it was called. Yeah, she's also the one, if you remember, uh, who was doing the song and dance. She did the whole song and dance thing in her office. Don't, I swear, if I see the clip of her singing, it is terrifying. But she's the one who is going to be on that um, disinformation, whatever, board. And I don't remember what it was, what it was called. It had a really long name. And uh, she was all about disinformation and all this stuff. And oh my goodness. And that's, you know. So now she needs help. She's going to sell the news. And now she's over at. Oh, she literally wrote a book called How to Be a Woman Online. There's a special way. Oh man, Kane, I just have probably the most not fit for air comment that I've ever had. In all of my years of broadcasting. 
Yeah, I don't even know if I can do that. Oh boy. But yeah, it, because I, I, so, cause I'm thinking, you know, I don't even know how, how to be a woman online. You just be, unless Kane, she's talking about, I just don't know how that would work. Oh I did block you lip readers. I did. You're right. You know why? Cause I'm keeping you, I'm keeping you wholesome. All right. So she, it, first off, welcome back. Let's rejoin everyone. She blocked me. I just now realized this. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh she yeah, she totally blocked me online. I almost picked up my my whole entire desk to show you. You know how one would with a <laughs> Oh my gosh, I gotta screenshot this. Yeah, she uh I didn't even I mean I literally have never tweeted her because I've just never cared to. But I guess she was just being proactive. I I'm flattered. I'm not even my feelings aren't even hurt. Because she was she was out there saying Fox News lied about me hundreds of times. Help me hold them accountable for what they do. Yeah, you know the 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 problem is that um, I mean she was the disinformation czar. That she was in the it's the disinformation governance board. It was the DHS thing. So she is the way that they've tried to people. I'm trying to figure out what the misinformation was. Chick, they were your own literal words that people shared. Can we stop with the whole, someone shared my tweets. You attack me. It's your tweet. Like, you people do this. They put this stuff online, and they say these things because they think they're untouchable. And then when someone touches them, ah, they freak out. I'm totally blocked. Are you blocked? No, I was actually... I've never tweeted her. I never have either. Well, I think you did some stuff on the show, and we put out some social media. But some, I legit never even tweeted her. I, don't even care. I think we've tagged her in some things that oh. we've talked about. But that was, you know, a while ago. Mm. But I love how she's treated libs of TikTok like complete crap and now wants to cry about some of the same medicine she's getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. Th- she's one of those people who, who says that uh, would, you know, she's like one of those leftists who gets upset because... One, a social media account actually posts videos that leftists post of themselves online. How dare you attack these people by sharing the videos that they freely post on in public? How dare you? Like, you don't even add comment. You just repost our stuff. You're attacking them with them. You're using them against them. You see how dumb that sounds? That's where we are. So she, um, I guess you could probably talk about fighting harassment against women online when you've helped lead it. Yeah. Right? I mean, it seems, it seems legit. But she wants to... So she's trying to crowdsource because she needs money for her lawsuit. Because apparently no one wants to take it on pro bono because they think she's a moron. That's what that means. If nobody's even going to take... I mean, if she legit had a case, I, I don't see how anybody wouldn't take it on. She's just being petty. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. So I, I mean, she was the, she literally retweeted a claim once she retweeted uh what was it? Something that was claiming that Clarence Thomas was spreading misinformation and it was all based on a tweet that Politico actually had to delete and clarify because they were wrong. And she wanted to be the truth, the minister of truth. Good grief. That's just like to start. Yeah, she's, um, I guess her book didn't sell well enough. 
I mean, because the the book that she had that's about like you know women online or whatever. Uh, after the after the disinformation governance board had its plug pulled, I guess she did this book, and I guess you know um, that means that her book didn't sell well, huh? She's the one who's saying don't don't play it. She's saying Mary Poppins on TikTok, remember? And she was going to be the one. Hmm. But she has uh, last year she registered as a foreign agent for the UK Center for Information Resilience, and uh, so she is a foreign agent now. Technically, she was also one of the people who was trying to downplay everything about the laptop, the Hunter Biden laptop, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. She was one of those individuals. She's a far leftist that was just using her access to power as a way to, um, you know, substitute for any kind of credibility in this position. Yeah. And she did treat she she I mean, she's she's off. Oh, my gosh. All these people are saying they're blocked, too. Our listener Larry is blocked. Why did they? Why did she, Larry's a nice guy. Why would you and block him? She's like Shannon Watts 2.0, Jankowitz. Oh, yeah. Well, at least like she knew the lyrics to Mary Poppins. So that's, you know, something, I guess. I didn't say that she sang them well. I just said she knew the lyrics. So I don't know. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. <laughs> it's time for Florida Man. So this story is like a cautionary tale. Like if you're ever, ever doing like a nutty pot or something like this, there's a reason why you're told to use distilled water. You don't just use water from the tap. Um, but there's also an additional caveat to the story. So a Florida man uh, apparently rinsed his sinuses out with just some tap water. And he ended up dying from the brain eating amoeba. It was amoeba infested water. So officials think that this unnamed Charlotte County man, they're saying that after he rinsed his sinuses using tap water, was contaminated with this microscopic pathogen. So now they're telling 200,000 people in this county to avoid washing their face with tap water. Uh, they said they're waiting to clear it from local authorities, but they said, you know, don't get anything in your in your nose or mouth, even in the shower. So they're they're uh, remedying the issue and testing it and they it's that i can't even say it it's the nagillary fowlery all i know is it's a brain-eating amoeba and this particular resident apparently contact contracted it after he rinsed out his sinuses so he's like using a nutty pot or something uh which is why you always should use distilled water when you do anything like that so they said that they're treating the water, they're doing all this stuff, they're, they said it's not the first time that amoebas found its way into municipally controlled water, though. Louisiana had multiple issues with this. Back in 2011, there were two people uh, who were ultimately killed as a result. Uh, there were It was contaminated water in the home, and they said that modern water treatment still going through this process, they're looking at what happened, it should be enough to deal with this issue. Uh, also, a couple of other Florida man stories here. Uh, this, this is a, um, golly, a man went in for a kidney removal, but that's not what the doctor took out. An Orlando urologist who thought that he had removed a patient's kidney actually left it in place. Oh my gosh. How did he actually took out an inflamed cyst instead? How do you not know as a, as a doctor between an inflamed? Blamed cyst in a kidney. The complaint, they're, they're in the disciplinary process and looking as to whether or not uh, there's going to be punitive action. 
but they said that uh, Dr. Zamit Patel had taken out an inflamed cyst instead of the kidney, and he was supposed to remove the person's right, the patient's right kidney. This was back in 21. Now it's in court. Uh, he, he removed instead of cyst. They sent it to pathology, um, and then the individual had to show up. Uh, he went for a CT and they showed him his right kidney was still there. So this is going through the legal process. Uh, Florida man is accused of trying to sell a bedridden elderly woman's house in Miami day. This is from channel six, South Florida. Tom Roy Jenkins, 43 of Oakland park was arrested Monday of this week faces multiple charges, including fraud, grand theft and elderly exploitation. According to the arrest report, he was trying to, I mean, no, like literally trying to steal a home from an 86-year-old bedridden woman who is in a nursing home. He used all kinds of fake ID and posed as her son to do it. Thankfully, he was caught. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.